What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Athletics and Beyond. Welcome to the goodbye episode. Today, I'm joined with... Hi, guys. It's Chris Stanley. Thanks for having me, Eddie. Thanks for coming by, bro. And, uh, you know, I chose you today for the goodbye episode because uh, I feel like we had a good vibe the previous shows we've had. And, you know, your knowledge of baseball, my knowledge of baseball is like PB&J, bro. Like, you can't, you can't dispute against that. <laughs> so, let's get right into it, man. All right. We both have talked about our love for the game, but who are your favorite players in the game? Favorite players in the game? If you had to pick, if you had to pick a depth chart Ooh. of all nine plus a DH, who would you pick? All nine plus a DH. Yes. For the sake of, um, honestly, for the sake of modern discussion, I'm probably I'm just gonna go with right now in the game. Go ahead. Uh, lead off. I'm gonna have my man Altuve. I I love him as a second baseman. Okay. I love his defensive powers. Um, expect a lot of guys off the Astros lineup are going to be on this list because I also yeah. I also like Alex Bregman. I'm going to put him at my number 2. My number 3, I'm going to have Mike Trout, center fielder position. Okay. Batting cleanup. Oh goodness. Who's a good cleanup guy? Yelich. Yelich is cleanup. Yelich. Really? I I would put Yelich at cleanup, yeah. I you know how you know how many home runs he's producing. I think it would I mean, work out really well. He's already at 16. That man's, yes. that man's on track to hitting 50 home runs yep. this season. Who do you think would be a good fifth slot? A good fifth spot? I'd have to go with either Reese Hoskins or Bryce Harper. Reese Hoskins, Bryce Harper? Yeah, those guys, right. they can put the bat on the ball. They got power. They got it all. You don't think Harper's uh, could be into four? You think he's not consistent enough? Maybe no. I, I what I'm witnessing, he's not that consistent of a bat. No, dude. No, and, and honestly, like he's got the pop. Don't get me wrong. Yes. And when he's Bryce Harper, he's just as good as Trout. I agree to an extent, of course. But he hasn't been Bryce Harper for the past two years. No, dude. No. Nope. So he's that, not living up to his contract. Yeah, but if you'd ask me, yeah, I'd put I'd put Harper in the fifth. In I'd put fifth Harper or sixth. in fifth. Okay. Yeah. At the sixth. I I'm, mean, that's where he was at in the All Star game last year. Right. Right. So I could I could see Bryce Harper at the fifth, the sixth. I think people could argue against me with this. I personally think Simmons is one of the best shortstop, one of the best shortstops I in the league. I agree with you there. I would put Simmons at my sixth spot. Consistent, you know, he's not he's not a home run hitter. Consistent RBI machine is what I see. He's really consistent with men on base. I see him as a good sixth guy. Seventh. Now we're getting down the list. I'm gonna have. Well, I'm thinking about changing something up. What you got? I think of my cleanup spot. So I have Christian Yelich. I'm putting Paul Goldschmidt. Okay. I'm gonna have him batting cleanup. Okay. He's off to a slow start, but I can't. I can I'm gonna why. put. I'm gonna put Goldschmidt. Yeah. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put him at my. I'm gonna put him at my cleanup. I'm gonna put. At my fifth, I'm leaving Harper there. I'm gonna have Simmons. I'm gonna have. Who did I say was my six? Uh, Simmons was my six. Not my seventh. Who do you think's a good seventh, Eddie? I'm struggling with this list right yeah, now. This is a hard like one. I mean, there's so yeah. many players in the game today, right. and it's just like you can't pick one. Just you want to have everybody yeah. on that list. I agree. Yeah, you already had a shortstop. You said right. You already yeah, have a Simmons. shortstop, a second baseman. Yes. Do you have a third baseman? No, I don't. If you don't have a third baseman, I'd go with. Uh, he's a little low on this list. Who are you going? Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman or Nolan Arenado. I was gonna say I would put Arenado. That, that in my head, that's the two I was debating on. What I'm having a hard time with is not thinking of players per se. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time with thinking of players that I'm putting so far down on this list because yeah. <laughs> there are so many producing right now. You know what, dude? And that and that's it's questions like these that it doesn't take like a minute or two, like how we're taking right now to answer the question. It takes at least a week, in my personal opinion. 
Because mm-hmm. if you were to ask me, my all-time team would be oh, this is such a hard one. I'll have Willie Mays in center field leading off. Okay. Pete Rose at third base, second, batting second. Like it. Then left field, batting third, Barry Bonds. Okay. Who's your cleanup guy? My cleanup guy at third base, and bear with me on this, Alex Rodriguez. Really? Alex Rodriguez. Really? uh, As cleanup. Second base, Joe Morgan, batting fifth. Sixth, my shortstop. Hannes Wagner. Okay. No Jeter. No Jeter. No Jeter. And I'll get into that in a minute. I, I agree with you on it. Get, I just want to hear why you think and, no and Jeter. And I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Batting six is Hannes Wagner. In right field, people are not going to like this, Mickey Mantle. Batting seventh. Really? Batting seventh, Mickey Mantle. At first base, I'd probably put David Ortiz batting eighth. At first base, Ortiz all the way in the eighth slot. I like it. And then it's batting, just... and then batting ninth at okay. second base. No, who did who, who am I missing? Batting ninth at catching, catching Johnny Bench. Johnny Bench. Okay, you see. Okay, and th- this is the reason for my list. Go ahead. It's so hard to pick, and all those guys are sluggers. They all yes. hit for average. They yes. all hit home runs. They could all do it all. And and I chose that list because if you were to put Barry Bonds batting eighth. It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Exactly. That wouldn't work. No, Barry Bonds is a three or four guy. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And Mickey Mantle, and I'd then. put Mickey Mantle in right field batting seventh because, I mean, I'm not going to move Willie Mays to bat seventh. Right. I'm not going to put Barry to bat seventh or, I mean, I could probably, okay, you know, let me let me rephrase. I'll put Morgan batting seventh, Mantle batting fifth. That way we could have the okay. serious sluggers in the middle of the order. Serious sluggers yeah. in the middle of the order. Gotcha. Hey. I, I could agree with that lineup. And you know what? Dude? It's And this is the beauty part about baseball. You can talk on it for hours. Right. And days and years. And, like, that that's the amazing part about this about this sport is you can go on with it forever. And you, the conversations just won't get boring. You know? Because if, if we were to talk to, say, my neighbor, he was 95 years old and he loved baseball. Of if we were course. to talk to him about him what he saw when he was a kid growing up watching baseball, he got to see, he was from New York and he got to see guys like Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig. He saw all those guys. And if he were to watch the game today, I guarantee you he'd still have a great time watching the game. And that's just the beauty part of it. I I completely agree. It's the game of baseball is such a traditional sport. It's ridiculous. I think it's, it's crazy that in, um, when I go to a baseball game, especially in this you know modern day and age, we as a people are really contemporary and we really push forward. Baseball offers tradition it and it's still held. It's still everything does. in baseball is still held. Oh yeah. No one thought about taking a knee at a baseball game. And that one guy that did, he's in jail. Right. Rightfully so. Other thing too, the seventh inning stretch is not going to go anywhere. Selling peanuts nope. at a ball game will not go anywhere. Selling hot dogs at a ball game will not go anywhere. A batter t- taking his time hit, <laughs> running the bases will not go anywhere. I mean, sure, we have bat flips and everything. But just the tradition aspect of it being a 
a gentleman's game is exactly it's, it's still there's there's today. nothing controversial there's about nothing baseball about i mean if you want to get it's, to the whole steroids controversy you, thing, whatever and that's whatever and because, who cares and who cares because everybody would everybody was doing it during that time exactly and uh, i think we've uh, you me and ryan have mentioned this when we were talking about steroids in my previous podcast and people who were doping during that time they want to talk shit on barry bonds but they're talking shit on barry bonds because they can get near barry bonds Okay, everybody right. else was juicing during that time, and they still couldn't hit seven hundred. Still couldn't do it, and they still couldn't hit seven hundred. Nope, sixty-three home runs. They still couldn't get seven MVPs. Nope, they still couldn't get nineteen hundred RBIs. Nope, like it, it's just impossible. Like no, like and this is why I say it, and we'll actually get into this right now. Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, and Babe Ruth are my favorite baseball players because of their historic numbers, and because nobody, they're almost untouchable in today's game. Who are yours? Yeah, this time we're only breaking down to three. Top three. Yes. Who are they? Top three historic players? Top three historic players in your personal opinion. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. We got, goodness, Willie Mays. Willie Mays. Willie Mays has to be there. Yes. Ted Williams. Yes. You know, I'm probably a lousy Giants fan for not having Willie Mays in my top three. <laughs> but you know what, man? Like, he's definitely, he's definitely my top five. But I totally agree with your list, too. I, I, I like it. You know, it's, I think... Ted Williams, if he were to be in today's game, he'd be so proud. He'd be so proud. Yes. Not only that, I, I as we're going through these lists, I thought in my head, who would be a great professional DHer? Who would be a good? We're just their job was to DH. I can't think of a better name than Ted Williams, and let me tell you why. Let me tell me. He only cared about hitting. Yeah. He did not care about any of the other fundamentals. You know he did what? not care about That's filling. About right. He did, he he only cared about how far can I hit that fucking ball out of the and park. You, and you know what the thing that I <laughs> admire so much about guys like like Ted Williams and Mickey Mantle, like they knew the defense it has to be there regardless. Right. But they didn't put as much of an emphasis on it. Like Willie Mays. Willie Mays, he's always said it throughout his entire career. To me, base he said this quote: "To me, defense is the most important thing because." That's what's going to hold the runs. I agree. And and I agree yeah. with Willie Mays. But you know what? How can you win ball games by not scoring any runs? Exactly. And that's what and that's why I'm talking about like being a professional designated hitter because it's like I would probably keep the guy who doesn't care about defense off the field and oh, yeah. you know, oh, keep yeah. him in the batter's box. And I, I think that's I really agree with that. And you probably you're you're right when you say he would probably be the best DH if they had it during that time. Cuz I uh, look at guys like uh JD Martinez for example. He's a horrible defensive player, but he can hit like a motherfucker. Hell yeah. And, and you know what, dude? Yeah. And, and that's the thing that I admire about guys like these. Because when you can put the barrel on the bat consistently, hit it for power, hit for average, and for contact, you're doing your job right and you're earning that big contract that you're getting. Now, I mentioned A-Rod. Okay. And Barry. All right. Steroid guys. Steroids. Air quotes. Steroids. What's your opinion on ba- we share the same opinion on Barry? What's your opinion right. on Alex? On Alex, I think he's a stud. Yeah, I think he's a stud, dude. I think he's a beast of a player. I think his accomplishments are amazing. I also think Barry's better for obvious reasons. You know, Barry's the, probably, in my opinion, the greatest of all time, right next to Ruth. But you know what, man? When Alex retired in 2016, that was a sad day for me. I never, really? I never thought I'd see the day where my hero, my childhood hero, wouldn't hit 700. 
and being four home runs. Where, where'd he end? Four home four Six ninety six. Six like, oh man. Oh, he's number no. three on that list. And number yeah. four on that list, I think. Yeah, number four on that list. Okay. Right right behind uh Babe Ruth. Henry Aaron's number two and Willie Mays is number five. And right. Barry obviously number one. Well, what do you think and I, I'm, I'm going to talk about the all-time, because we're talking about a lot of all-timers. Yes. We're talking a lot of all-time greats here. Albert Pujols. What what do you think kept him back? From, from being one of the greatest of all time? He, I, I think he is one of the greatest of all time. But what, from being like a top 10 all-time or a top 5 all-time? What, what held him back from being a top 5 all-time in the last tail end of his career? I mean, he already proved himself his first 10 years yeah. when he batted 300. Monster. He was a yes. fucking monster. And you know what? I always say this. When He's me, like dead now. When me and my dad talk about Albert Pujols, I always say this. The only reason Albert Pujols didn't win the MVP award when he should have was because Barry Bonds was still around. Right. And that's the only reason I say that Albert Pujols doesn't have more than four MVPs. And But you know what? If you were to ask my personal opinion, I really think going to the Angels kind of ruined him. Of course. Because... I mean, no disrespect to the Angels, but Mike Sosha kind of didn't know what to do with him. I mean, no. the Angels, they obviously they got when they signed that those big three contracts with C.J. Wilson, Josh Hamilton, and Albert Pujols together, they had intentions of winning and winning a championship. But I just don't think Mike Sosha knew what to do with either, all three of them, especially Albert. Would I have Albert Pujols stayed in St. Louis, I believe, I truly believe he'd probably have about 700 home runs. Really, I think so. You you don't think the planner's fasciitis would have caught up on him a little bit? Because I I can't have. I can't decide if it was a mentality, if it's just like a curse for abandoning his franchise for like yeah. the the pride of money. Because what it was is he it he wanted thing, it was definitely. a pride it was a pride thing, and I don't know Pulholz to be a prideful guy, but in that moment he was very prideful. I don't know if that's ever stuck with him. I don't yeah. know what's what happened, man. It, it's just, it's it, like it, then again, we have to take this in consideration. Baseball has always been a game of mysteries. It's just baseball. Like right. so, like you have good seasons, you have bad seasons, and I I'm really one to think that I kind of blame the Angels. Not I really can agree with that. I, I can not necessarily the Angels, but I think that going to the Angels really messed with him. Messed messed with him. But then again. He's still gonna go down as one as the one of the greatest of all time. Yes, and you can't. Nobody can take that away from him. He just hit two thousand RBIs today. That's right. And you know. And you know what? I always say this too. And Mike Trout, he's fastly becoming one of the greatest of all time. I mean, they're already saying that he is one of the best players the game has ever seen, and that says something when the dude's only twenty seven years, twenty six, twenty seven years old. You know, they're saying the same thing about Arenado that he's one of the best right. basemen the, the game has ever seen. And you know, what? I kind of agree to that extent. But the thing with Arenado is that man hasn't been awarded an MVP, an MVP award yet when he rightfully should have at least two of them, in my personal opinion. I I don't understand. Who who was given the MVPs on his you know two what, runs? Man, this is the thing that I always have a problem with when it comes to handing out awards. The Baseball Writers Association of America, they do a good job at voting people who do deserve it sometimes. But in my personal opinion, they haven't done a good job deserving it to certain players. And right. This is why I, I am always I've always been for awarding the MVP award, the Cy Young Award, Silver Sluggers, Gold Gloves. They should all it should be decided by by the players. 
the players should take a vote on that because at the end of the day, they they know what it's like to play professionally. Of course, a rider doesn't. A rider doesn't know what it's like to hit a ninety-five mile an hour fastball. Say, like for example, they do put that into effect. I think Nolan Arenado has a lot more experience with hitting a ninety-five mile an hour fastball than Bob Costas does. Yes, and that, that's just my personal problem with the BBWAA deciding who wins the awards. I've always been for base for base professionals deciding whether or not professionals deserve it. And it completely makes sense because it's such a respect-based game to begin with. Absolutely. It, I think it fits the narrative for baseball to go through with that. Yeah. I think um, players would it would bring them closer. I think it would help show even more respect than it has already shown in the game period. Because in a game where you're already honoring, you know, you have your hat tips you have just anything possible there are unwritten rules in baseball handshakes handshake everything that they do that just respects each other oh yeah every all the call outs they do everything you know they'll even shake each other's hand at the end of the game if they feel they saw even if they lost and you know and and that's the thing that i do admire about baseball and it goes back to what you said it's very tradition based i mean granted there's some things that change instead of handshakes at home plate like how they used to have them, we have like chest bumps or knuckle bumps or something. Right. Or we have helmet taps or something. But it's always been a game of respect and gestures. Like, even like when you fuck up really bad, like Yuli Gurriel and the U Darvish incident. <laughs> like, <laughs> granted, Yuli Gurriel should, oh not, should not have done that. No, hell no. But U Darvish, he took it like a professional. He said, yeah, he fucked up. We all fuck up. It is what it is. Game seven of the World Series, he tips his helmet to him as a sign of respect and also as a sign of an apology. Saying, forgive me, I fucked up. Yes. He shakes it off. It is what it is. It is what and it is. We're, we're gentlemen at the end of the day. We're sportsmen. We're here for the same purpose, to entertain these fans. I agree. Let's let's just play a ball game. Let's just play a game of some baseball. Granted, it was the World Series and the Dodgers blew it that year. What <laughs> happened to you, Darvish? He's at the Cubs. We're, I know I know where he is, but... I He's not Hugh Darvish anymore. He's not the Texas Rangers, Hugh Darvish. No. Because that, that... I don't know. Hugh Darvish is like one of those... Rare incidents where he's like a one-hit wonder. He's like a Jake Arrieta, in my personal opinion. Yeah. He, Jake Arrieta isn't performing well? Nah. Nah. I think they bumped him to the minor leagues or something. I use Holy shit. Yeah. Cy Young Awarder. Cy Young Award winner. Playing minor hey, league baseball. Chris Sell's on his way there, too. Yeah, well, he got 14 Ks <laughs> the other day. Did he really? Yeah, dude. Oh, good he, for he, him. Did, he did pretty good. for good. him. Good for him. Well, now, let me, ask you, let me ask you something, Chris. All right. What's your favorite moment in the game that you have ever seen? Favorite moment that I have ever seen in the game. You need a minute, or you? I'm thinking. 2000. Okay, 2011. David Freeze walk off home run. Yeah, I was just gonna. That was fucking insane. You know what, man? Because that dude, he almost lost the game for the Cardinals. Yeah. Comes and hits a triple for them. <sighs> then he hits a walk off, and like, what was it the 11th or the 12th or something? I can't remember what yep. what inning it was, but that was uh. That was one of the one of the great moments I've seen. Now, my favorite moments the this the four year period for San Francisco. Okay. In 2010, 2012, and 2014, especially 2014, because I don't think if the Royals were on point with their game, the Giants wouldn't be 2014 World Series champions. No. But my all time favorite moment, Bond stands alone. Hitting 756 
that's my favorite moment all time because it, it was just a it's a it's an old it's one of those old guy moments in baseball right you just have to stand up and give him and give the dude a hand right because like, like there's only a few thousand people have ever stepped foot on a major league a step foot up to bat in a major league ballpark and for you to hit the ball out of the park 763 times it's crazy that it, that says something that deserves respect regardless of regardless of whatever allegations any, con- any allegations regardless of yes. whether you don't think he should be hall of famer or if you think all those mvp awards should be stripped from him that's still a sign of respect because like ted williams said base playing baseball is the hardest thing you can do yeah hitting a circular ball with a circular object is the hardest thing to do you're successful if you do it three out of ten times. I can't express how right that man was, and I think we've talked about this on previous podcasts. Yes, we have several times. Where, where we say baseball is literally the hardest sport, and I want to go back to the actual podcast when me and Chris were talking about how people who don't really like baseball don't understand it. So again, to everybody else that's listening to this podcast, Chris and I challenge you to play a game of baseball and ask questions during a ball game. We challenge you to we challenge you this because this is the nation's this is our nation's pastime. And it's right. been that way in, since baseball first started professionally back in Cincinnati. It's always been this way. It's the greatest game that I've ever played. I'm sure it's the greatest game Chris has ever played. I agree. And Completely. Babe Ruth said it himself. This is the greatest game in the history of the world. Everybody, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to my shows. This is the goodbye. This is the goodbye episode for Athletics and Beyond. I'm Eddie. I'm Chris. Signing off. Thank you all very much.